Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I'm here today with two incredible creators, Miss Lorley and hey. Manny MUA. Hi you guys, how are you? <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on the show, I'm so excited. <laughs> and I'm fangirling because I love you both. Well, we love you. No, we love I'm you. so, so honored. Um, okay, tell me everything. I'm like, how did the podcast start? How did the yes. friendship start? Let's get into it. We, I mean, we have a podcast, full coverage. Mm-hmm. Which has been like the most fun journey ever. We've been enjoying it so much. We've been doing it for what over a year and a half now. Yep, a year and a half. Yep. We're like we've just passed our hundred episodes. Crazy. So yeah. it was just something like we're like we've been friends for so long, and people really have enjoyed our banter and our like just our vibes together. Mm-hmm. So we're like, why not we do? Our, team, our teams kept asking yeah, us to do it. Too. And we were like, no, we don't want to do we're it. Busy. We're busy. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no. They're like, it's so hard to find two people that will like work together and like have good banter. Yeah. Like they're, they're like, it's hard to come across. And like, they're like, you guys have been friends for like seven years. You just already have it. So just like do it. And so mm-hmm. we finally were like, okay, fine. But we, we went on with like a little bit of help. Like we saw with the network. Because we, we had way too much on our plate. Because you know yes. we have brands yes. too. And then all the social media. So we were like, it's too much. Um, So we got help before going into immediately. it. Immediately. Right. <laughs> we, so, like, we need an editor. As you should. We yeah, right? Because yeah. Yeah. we were like, we cannot add on all this. So once we got all the help, we are like, okay, fine, we'll start it. And it has been, honestly, one of our most fun things we've mm-hmm. ever done. That's great. Because mm-hmm. I feel like people don't realize that everything else, you're like, doing 80 million people's jobs. Like, you're the production coordinator. Yep. You're the producer. You're the glam. Mm-hmm. You're the, like, most people have, like, all those people yeah. hired. Yeah, exactly. So the podcast is probably fun because you're not doing every little thing, but right. you're doing still a lot. Right. Exactly. And the thing is, like, we just we record. Yeah. We figure out what we're gonna talk about. We record, and then we send it in, and then we just upload it. So it's like it's not as hard of work in comparison to like mm-hmm. other things that we do, like our brands or like mm-hmm. YouTube and things yeah. like that. Yeah. What would you say is your hardest like work that you do? I would either mm. say my brands or my YouTube channel because you know YouTube is such a so beast. Hard. It yeah. is literally a production company. It's the hardest platform. You're make, I think. It is by mm. far it the is. hardest platform. You're like making movies like every week, essentially, mm. like a TV show. But you produce it, film it, do the like like whenever an actor goes on set, they just 
they have everything done for them and they just walk on and they need to know how to act in their lines. Yeah. We have to do lighting, sound, mics, yeah. glam, everything, mm-hmm. edits. Content. Content, ideas, <laughs> yeah. production, producing. And so it, I would say that like t- that and my brands take all my time. Mm-hmm. What about like you? My, same with the brand. Like for me, it's probably my brand because I feel like I'm the most stressed and the most like intense with my brand. Like with Lunar, I'm very, very like honed in on like everything. Like obviously like I do everything with that too. I do PD, I do the mm-hmm. testing, I do the creation, I do everything with my brand. So I think that is like something I focus like the most on because I just want it to be like the best that it can be. Mm-hmm. And of course you two would be like my very close second. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is it like having, I guess, essentially a coworker now that you guys have this podcast together? We totally talked about yeah. this. We totally yeah. have talked about this before. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's 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 just like just changes like the dynamic like a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a little bit because it's like we work together, but we're also like really close friends. So we have to like almost like pull time aside for just like us. Yeah, and like our friendship time and things like that. Like, even this week, like we had a lot of like work things for this week. This uh-huh. is like our third thing that we had that's like work like kind of related. Mm-hmm. But we were like, okay, on t- on Wednesday night or Tuesday night, we're gonna go to dinner after. No work. It's be about us. No work. And no work. No so we work. have to, I feel like it's about carving out time for like ourselves and like our friendship. It's kind of weird because now it's like a balance. And before yes. we didn't have that, it was just a friendship. Yeah. And now it's mm-hmm. like work partners. I will say we work more than we play, which is For very sure. unfortunate. It's very now. annoying. It's yes. very annoying. Mm-hmm. I fuss about it more than him. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's work shit. We yeah. never have And I'm fun. like, I just want to see you. And I'm very, I'm very. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> to me, that's the like, I was like, oh my god, I'm just, I just, I get to see you. I'm so excited. And I was like, but I want to do fun stuff, yeah. you know. So yeah. So and for me, it's like I just and and like I'm just happy to see her. So he is a good partner too. I feel like there's been so many fallouts with like friendships. <laughs> yeah, scary. It, no, is. it is. It is. But we've always, like we have worked together in capacities before. That's true. Much smaller capacities, yeah. and we've always like worked really well together. Mm-hmm. So we're like, if we do this too, like I just can't imagine it even going awry. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it helps too when you have already have your own business and you've worked with other totally. people. A lot of people when they just start a podcast is like their first work endeavor. Period. Yes. And they don't know how to act. Yeah. They don't know how to not act. YouTubers. Yeah. Yeah. I think it helps. Yeah. It helps like because we have been long form content creators for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like now we're like obviously getting to the short form because like with TikTok and everything going on. But because we've been doing that for so long, we're like, oh, we can like talk on a podcast. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not going to be so hard. We yeah. can do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. What has been like the evolution of your friendship? Like why did y'all click more than you with anyone else? That's a great question. I feel like me and Manny, I think it was like seven or eight years ago, mm-hmm. we clicked. Mm-hmm. And we had mutual friends, which is what kind of brought us together as friends. Like we had met separately at a beauty events, but it was mm-hmm. just like always acquaintances and stuff. But like we had in passing. In passing. And then we had mutual friends, which led us to hanging out a little more because we would hang out with the mutual friends. And then something about us, we just had like the same priorities. Um not the same personality but like the same goals um i enjoyed my time around him more than others a hundred percent i feel like when i like met lauren like we actually like hung out i remember i invited her to like a premiere to come i was like come with me to it like even though we had never done anything together mm-hmm. just us two it was always like we were in a group or in a friend setting or at an event or something like that. Off, it's so hard. Know, when it's so hard. It's kind of like, oh, I don't want to make you feel like people are not involved or yeah. excluded. It was very that, by the way. It was, it was but very that's exactly that. what it was. Okay, so what was the group? Who was in the group? And then it wasn't. It wasn't off. even like a group necessarily that we were in. It was more so like actual, just like other people in the influencer scene Got that it. we were also friends with, but like 
we would see each other and like I would see them through them and I'd be like, oh, hey, how are you? But then like I finally was kind of like, girl, like we always like hit it off. Like just come. It was like a mass amount of us too. It was like was so Gabriel many. Zamora, yes. which also is one of our good friends yes. still to this yes. day. Yes. But we kind of like people. became besties out of the group. Yes. But yeah. I don't know, there was like a, like Nikita too yes. was hanging out with us. So, and then we kind of like branched off and we just always started to hang out a little more alone. Mm-hmm. So like our connect, we were like kind of connected a little bit more. And why were you so compatible? I don't know. I think I think we just had so many of the same goals because everybody in the group was like doing different stuff. We were all yep. doing social media, but everybody mm-hmm. was like some people were doing high production stuff. Some people were doing more short form stuff even mm-hmm. back then. Some people were just doing Instagram. And I feel like me and you were like the only ones in the group that were like doing YouTube like, like three YouTubers. or four days a week. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Was well, that like, mind you, like seven years ago? Like, yeah, this was like ago, seven or so eight years ago. ago. And so it's nice to have someone that like is in the same space as you that – like gets your goals, gets your vibes. And I feel like our senses of humor, like we're really like honed in on each other's. Like they were so easy. We would just laugh all the time together and just like have a chill ass time. Cause she's very chill mm-hmm. and I'm very chill too. Like we don't, we're not the type that like, will like get mad at like stupid shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like we like yeah. don't care. Like yeah. we, and like, that's like something I feel like we really bonded over mm-hmm. because other people in our lives would easily get mad at like the stupidest shit. And I'm like, girl, I can't be your fucking friend. Like, this is yeah, crazy. Like this it's isn't realistic. Like, this is so unrealistic. Like, we're literally grown as adults. So I think that because we had that immediately, we're just mm-hmm. like, oh, I fuck with you. Okay. And even if I was annoyed with something you did, I could tell you. You know, without which is like really, being like without a big deal, which is really nice. It's hard to find your friends. Yeah. And I was listening to your recent podcast and you said you were the more blunt one. Yeah. 100%. Uh, 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 face value, I mm-hmm. guess. I feel like <laughs> if you ask me something, I'm more likely to tell you. Kind of, I'm not one to go around and be like, "I think this." Yeah. Right, right. But if you ask, I'll tell. Got it. He is a little softer. I, you I know? will tell as well. It yeah, just takes me a little longer. It yeah. takes a little longer to you need get a there. Fluff <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. fluff you. The fu- Listen, you ask me like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "I think that you're so fucking incredible." You're what like, I'm I like, love your bra. However, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> However, but you sucked at this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna just take me a little second to get there because I don't like, like I just can't in my head like do the bluntness as easily. Mm-hmm. But I will get there. I remember in college there was this class I took, and the professor told us that there's this color theory type thing where everyone's like a different color. It's like a personality trait type thing Mm -hmm. and it was essentially saying some people need more fluff than others some people are like straight shooters i think it was like a blue if you're blue you need more fluff or whatever and they Mm -hmm. use this strategy in like the military and in like big corporate companies and stuff because it was it's basically like teaching adults how to approach different people and like deliver deliver news yes or you know give them feedback or whatever and some Mm -hmm. people like you wouldn't want fluff but you would enjoy it like and you can take it you can take the heat or oh yeah i I, I honestly like can take i'm so like open to criticism too like in the way of like with my friends and i'm like if i'm asking you something like i really want you to tell me the tea but it's how you deliver it it's it's my delivery like i want to be a little softer in my personal delivery yeah you know that's so interesting so do you when you need to tell manny something be really real do you give a little fluff beforehand i don't think so no No, she's a straight shooter Mm -hmm. shooter. you know this like this is but the thing is with me and laura like we like never gone into fights. Like yeah. we're not like the fighting friends. We but we are good communicators with stuff. Uh-huh. So we're just like if there's something that's bothering her, or something bothering me, we can be like, yo, like this, like this bothered me for this reason. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's go ahead and figure out a plan to devise. Like I'm very much a type of like I don't want her to ever sensible. feel. You're very sensible. I'm very sensible. You I'm can very come like aware to you with information and you digest it and take it well. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like too, like in life, like whenever I've got my feelings hurt with information is always the best thing because it's what I didn't want to hear. 
and that's why my feelings were hurt but it always yeah. helped me out the most like wow. whenever totally. anyone's been soft with me or just not been straight with me it's like kind of keeping yes men around you or that's you know what I mean so yeah true. it's true I was thinking about that with creators mm-hmm. like, oh my like, god you're amazing oh my god everything yes. you do is amazing yes. oh my yes. god you look amazing how does that ever help me now I'm not one to ever criticize someone if you ask that's why I say if you ask I'll tell so if I ask someone you can just shoot me straight even if it hurts my feelings mm-hmm. that was probably exactly what I needed to hear mm-hmm. 100% I always think when like hiring team members I'm like I want someone who's gonna be real yeah exactly not who's just gonna be a yes man cause I'm like I have yes men <laughs> for sure those are Absolutely. easy someone real yes mm-hmm. men are yeah. easy they're a dime a dozen mm-hmm. yes you're great amazing everything's perfect I don't wanna step on toes I don't wanna hurt feelings but it's like how do you grow how do you change how do you get better Mm-hmm. One million percent. I completely agree. Do you think y'all would have been friends in high school or no. growing up? No. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we literally. It's so funny you say this because like we literally haven't had these conversations yeah. before. And we like Laura no. has literally told she's like I just don't think that we would have been friends. I know. And I'm like I think you're right. And I'd be like honestly, T. Wait, why? In high school, we were literally such different we were polar people. Opposites in polar school. opposites. He like. What were you like? I like to skip class. I like to smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol. Find very extroverted. Anybody, anybody, very yes, extroverted. Anybody. Popular. Very extroverted. Tons of friends. Hated making good grades. Didn't give a shit what teachers thought about me. Like not, not, none of that. And were you like an it girl? I don't think so. I think she was. I will okay. not say I was. <laughs> I'm gonna do it for her. I think. Were she you was. pulling guys? I had always she had a boyfriend. Had, maybe she had men. Okay. But I always kept a boyfriend, you know, on my side. I always had a lot of friends and like not that it was a priority for me, it's just like it is what I enjoyed in high school. I enjoyed having a good time. Mm. Okay. And he was like definitely more into his grades. He didn't drink, still doesn't. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? Never. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. I was like more like a Anime, anime teachers, and, like, teachers, teachers pet, pet. low key, really? yeah, very much. Like, I had straight A's. Yeah, I was good okay. at school. I was good at like getting people to like me. That's like mm-hmm. something I was always good at. Like really good at like getting my teachers to really enjoy me. And like even if I wasn't like doing good at something, like they would always pass me and give me a good grade because they're like, oh, he's such a hard worker. Like I was always like a, a hard worker in school. I was never the type that was like. Oh, like, you know, disobedient, nothing like that. Like, I was literally a goody two-shoes. You know what? That makes so much sense to me because, I mean, I already told Laura this when I saw you at the painted party or whatever, but same with you, Manny. You're really good at, like, complimenting people, making everyone feel welcome, Um, being so nice to everyone no matter who they are. Like anytime I've been around you and y'all didn't know who I was, you were so nice. Mm. I feel like that's rare in this industry. Oh, very yeah. rare. And that makes sense. Like thinking about you as a kid, like in high school getting the teachers I was to a like peop- you. I was a people pleaser, like really okay. intensely growing up. And like I think a part of it is like gay trauma. Oh. For sure. And like now as an adult, like when I hear things like that, I'm like, oh, that's why I was like that. Because I was like, so scared of people finding out that I was gay that I would try to make you like me before you figured Whoa. it out in case you didn't like me because I was gay. So were you not out in high school? No, I wasn't. When did you come out? Not till like college. Wow. Not till college. And I was like, I had told like my best friend at the time and like no one else really. Mm-mm. I was very not like, I didn't know. Like I grew up Mormon. Like I didn't even know being what being gay was. And so where did you I was very confused. Up? San Diego. Okay. And where mm-hmm. did you go to college? SDSU. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you came out in college. Yes. I was like outed. My parents asked me, they're like, Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> like, Do you like boys? And I was like, I 
don't know. I was, so I came out as like bi first. Okay. Because a lot of times like. It's a little safer. It's a little safer. And oh, it's kind yeah. of like a gateway. Low key, it's, it's like the gateway yeah. to get into the LGBT community. For me, like how, that's how I felt it was. Because it's like, oh, my parents still like thought I could have a chance with a girl. You know, very like, oh, I think I'm just bi. I still have crushes on girls. Well, were you dating girls ever growing up? I dated one girl in high school. Okay. I dated one girl, but she was my best friend at the time. It was more so like, should we just date? Like, yeah. we're boy and girl. <laughs> yeah. And we're yeah, best yeah, friends yeah, already. Yeah, should yeah. we just like date? So that, <laughs> we're like, that's, girl. like, we're boy and girl. So um, we dated for like three months. And that was okay. it. And like, and Go then crazy. I was like, and then afterwards I was like, there's like no difference. You're like, like I why don't are we really doing this? This is so you. dumb. <laughs> I was like, this is so dumb. So we just stopped dating. But um, yeah, I was very, I was never like with like girls or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I was just very much like the opposite of Laura. Wow. Yeah, so I think just, I just don't think we would ever like cross paths. I would have been school. friends with you because I know you, I would have copied your homework. Yes. I was friends yes. with everybody in high kid. school, you know, because I was like such a chitter chatter, mm-hmm. like talkative, always in yeah. trouble in class. You were chatty. So chatty. Yeah. So like anybody who sat next to me, baby, you better get ready because I'm going to be all up in your shit. Like I'm going to be talking to you. You're going to be my forced friend. <laughs> I so I it. know we would have like kicked it but you've been my like Laura would have talked to he would have been like my seventh period my You're friend like, yes. your school friend the, my, yes. my seventh yeah. period friend that I love oh that's my friend Manny that I always hang out with in seventh period <laughs> it would have been that exactly every time in the hallway Manny yeah, you, you know I was very and I'd be like this like trust me every class I had like six or seven groups of people where I'd be like that's my girl there's my people were you guys in any extracurriculars? I, I played volleyball. I oh, wow. did not play any sports <laughs> my whole entire life. Any clubs? No clubs, no sports, nothing my whole entire life. The only club in high school I was a part of, it was called JAG. I think it was like JAW. I don't know. It was a class they put you in if you are a super low income family that had like okay your if your situation was slightly less fortunate they mm-hmm. would put you in jag cuz it helped mm. kids who i don't want to say less likely to go to college but helped with extra things ha- yes to okay. get them prepared for the real world and jobs that's like in awesome. hopes yeah so that's amazing. It was a cool class because they let us go to McDonald's one day. So that's all. That's cool. fucking I was like, cool. I got Jack. <laughs> go Jack. <laughs> We're She's going like, to McDonald's. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I, that's all I knew. That's she all I knew. never comes back to school. And when I got put in the class, I didn't even know what it was. I just remember it being like the fun class. Yeah. And like you automatically get an egg. because you literally just learn how to fill out interview, do interviews and like fill out job really applications. That's awesome. They have that. Mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. think about all the stuff I need to know now, like about taxes, Dude. buying a house, like all those things, and they don't teach you. That's mm-hmm. so sad because they teach you so much in high school, and it's like, how is that not like day one? Yeah, that should be like a course every single year you're in high school until it's, you. I agree. Yeah. I cannot agree more. Taxes is like you have to do them right, or you will go to prison. Or you're, <laughs> no, or you're doomed. Or you're literally doomed. Yeah, literally. Or even or you're like audited. Car registration, car insurance. Yes. I'm like, insurance, I'm, health insurance, health insurance. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect places. And the beauty is they're all different. None of us are the same, so why should our homes be? Someone may want hardwood floors. Someone else may say carpet all the way. Questionable call, but hey, to each their own. Some may want a doorman. Others may say, I can open the door myself. But Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find the place that's uniquely perfect for you. Sort through the filter listings by amenities and make sure you never miss out with their instant alert option. With more than 1 million available units for rent. 
you're sure to find a place that's right for you. So whether you're looking for a place with a basement, a yard, a pool, or everything in between, Apartments.com has got you covered. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. I personally love Apartments.com because it is so convenient. I get on it all the time when I'm bored or when I'm actually on the hunt for an apartment. I'm thinking about moving this year, so I've been using it like crazy just to start browsing and get ahead of the game. And the website is so user-friendly. I'm a huge fan. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. What do you wish you would have known earlier? Um, I wish, I, I was thinking about this today, so funny you asked that, maybe I manifested that question, wow. but um, I was literally like, if I coming out of high school, like, what is something I wish I would have done different? Because I was filming a talk, TikTok videos and I was thinking of things to talk about. I was like, maybe I should talk about that. I didn't, but now I am. Okay. Here we are. I was like, I, I focused so much on what everybody else around me was doing in high school, especially whenever they were graduating. Like, I didn't have any plan for myself. So automatically, I was like, what are all my best friends doing? What's everyone doing? They're all going to college. So I couldn't get in college because my GPA was so low graduating. What was your GPA? I think it was like a two point something, maybe 2.3, 2.4. Okay. did you apply to college? I applied. Please? I couldn't get into any colleges. So I had to wait till I was 21 to get into college because they don't look at your high school GPA whenever you hit 21. At least oh. they didn't 10 years ago. Mm. This was past 10 years ago. Gosh. And you wanted like new college grades or something? I I just thought I needed to go to college. Like I was like, I'm going to be a failure at life if I don't go to college. Like I won't be good at anything. Mm. Like I'm just going to flop because that's like what success is. And so because that's what my friends were doing. So I was that's like trying society to, made it seem too. It yeah. did. Like, so do you still think that? No, my God. Mm. It was the biggest yeah. mistake of my fucking life. Really? Going biggest, to college? Yes. I should have literally said, fuck this shit. I'm not good at school. It's not for me, but I'm a genius at my own right. And I had a teacher tell me that my senior year. Wow. I failed his, he was the hardest math teacher in our whole school and I felt his class so I wasn't graduating and he pulled me outside the class I was like this man's about to rip me a new asshole because this teacher did not fuck around with you one time I came in his class smelling like cigarettes girl he literally stood up and like you on fire. slammed his hand so hard on the desk I was like ah! he was like who's been smoking cigarettes and I was like fuck <laughs> it was me he literally y'all he kicked me out of his class so Where many times smoking cigs I had smoked them before class in my car, like on the way to school. Oh, so crazy, I was girl. literally no, like, no, literally, I'm like, period, period, period. Like, let me live. But anyways, <laughs> like, kind of vibe on the way to school. Literally, no, literally, 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 playing driver's license if it came out back yeah. then. <laughs> I was a wild one, and so I was like, why is he getting on to me? This is not illegal. Like, literally, I'm in class. But anyways, he was just such, just a preference. He was such a strict teacher, and for him, he pulled me. He said, listen to me. 
he was like, you need to focus on what you're good at in life. Like, don't worry about all this. Whoa. He literally said that. And this is not the teacher to tell you that. Like, you know what I mean? This is the teacher who all he cares about is grades. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm going to let you graduate. So he like passed me. He let me graduate. But he was like, when you go out into the world, do not worry about any of this. You need to focus on what you're good at. And I didn't do that. I did the opposite of what he told me to do until I figured out that that's exactly what I needed to do. Whoa. Yeah. Sounds like he needs a Laurelly Los Angeles PR package. Literally. His name is Mr. (laughs) Smith. And that's such a common name. I wish I could just hug this man and be like, I should have listened to you. I did end up listening to him like four years later when I started my YouTube channel. Yeah. So he gave me life-changing advice. And I'm 35 years old today. And I still remember it and will never forget Wow. Isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is unreal. If it would have came from any other teacher, it wouldn't hit. It came from like the hardest, like school mm-hmm. is right. Yeah. Like you're going to do good and make good grades and school's all that matters kind of teacher. Mm-hmm. When it comes from someone like that, it's like, that's real. So when did you realize that in your journey to becoming like a YouTuber and not I, going to school? Did you go to school? I went to school for three years. Okay. Racked up $30,000 in debt dropped out what school i went to troy university montgomery it's a night school because i had to work full-time all day as a medical assistant oh so i became the dermatology Uh okay yeah so i did that for four years got into school finally at 21 went for three years and around the age of 24 i said i was told everybody i was like i think i'm gonna drop out and become a youtuber And that was 10 years ago. Maybe back then. Yeah, that was like. Oh, and in Alabama, arrest this woman. Mm -hmm. That's jail time. She's gone. She's been unwell. And all my friends were like, girl, this is not going to be around forever. Like, YouTube's going to be here for five minutes. Were you posting like a ton already? Five times a week. And what were your views like? Like 100 views on my videos. I mean, five times a week is bananas. Bananas. But you remember back in the day, 10 years ago, you could do like a five minute to two. You know what I mean? Like, you could do like TikTok on YouTube. Yes. So it was a little easier to do it that way. Um, And yeah, I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to quit school. I'm going to do it. I couldn't pass accounting anyway, so. (laughs) I really couldn't. I couldn't get past accounting, so I was like, well. And so (laughs) when you quit school, your views were that? They're horrible. And then how did you grow up? I literally gave it everything I had in my body. Like I started reading into analytics. I started literally, it's a science. YouTube is a science. Anyone can get views on that platform if you track down the science of what YouTube is. And that's what I did. I figured out the algorithm. I studied analytics. What did you figure out? Mr. Beast literally will tell you everything you need to know. Your Mm -hmm. titles and thumbnails are how you get views. Mm It's not even necessarily the content that you're posting, which that's how you get an audience that will come back to watch anything, you know, what you're posting and who you are in those videos to connect with people. But like if you're merely looking to grow and get views, it's your thumbnails and titling. Whoa. So mm-hmm. were you just doing makeup vids? Mm-hmm. Correct. And you were just growing like crazy. Um, it took me like two years to even like catch a little wind. No way. Yeah, it did. Wow. Two years of like five days a week to even like catch like a little drift uh, on inkling. YouTube, an mm-hmm. inkling. Is that the same for you? Did it take a while to grow? On YouTube, no, it didn't. Really? Um, because I had an Instagram following first. So I had started on Instagram and created Manny Me Way on Instagram. And then once I had hit like 50,000 followers on Instagram, people were like, how are you doing this? How are you doing this? How are you doing this? When I was just wearing my makeup to work. And they're like, can you create a YouTube channel? Just like show us what you did. And I was like, 
I don't even know what YouTube is. Like, sure, Get like out. I guess. Um, and so I created like my a little cha my channel, mm -hmm. and then I like took my mom's camera from her room, and I bought like these like little soft boxes from Amazon for like literally thirty dollars, and I just did like a this is my makeup to like what I wear to Mac. Wow. And this is how I do. It. This is my get ready with me, and this that was my first video. And it's just like honestly, like and I started it, to grow pretty quick. Mm -hmm. I started to grow pretty quick, pretty fast. Wow. For me, like back then, especially like boys in beauty, I was just gonna uh, say that. bearded boys in beauty that weren't trying to be super androgynous mm -hmm. and trying to like you or know drag. kind of do drag mm, yeah. or do female impersonation. That was just like very like odd, essentially. Even now, I feel like it still is kind of rare. Like totally. Uh, with a beard. Man with, yeah, beard. Mm -hmm. It's just different. It's just like, you don't see it as often as you see like the more female impersonation, really mm -hmm. androgynous, just kind of different vibes. So back then, I was like one of the first guys that was doing it that was like, oh, he's just doing it as more of an art form, not trying to like make it look like he is a different person completely. I was just like, oh no, I'm just enjoying like the art of it. It's just like, I just have fun. Mm -hmm. wow. And just teaching people how to do makeup on themselves. Mm -hmm. That was like my always thing. I was like, I just love like, teaching people. Yeah, and if you were working, didn't you work at a Sephora I as did. well? I did, Sephora okay. and Mac. So that's so like, you were essentially teaching people what you were teaching it, people in real that's life. That's exactly what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Exactly I mean, that. that's amazing. It was I know, fun. Right? It was really fun. Right? It was cool. I'm, I'm glad that I had like some of that prior experience because then I was like, I said, I know something about makeup. Mm -hmm. like, oh, absolutely. Like, I didn't wear makeup my whole life. So like for me, it was like that had to, I had to start sometime. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was Sephora for me. What do you guys wish you... Or what do you think is the most important thing to invest in when you're a small creator? Like, do you think it's your camera quality? Do you think it's lighting? Do you think it's an assistant? Like, what what do you think is worth every penny? A rule I had for myself when doing this and, like, coming onto YouTube, I know it's now more so TikTok, where I think people should start. Mm -hmm. um, but let's say you were starting a TikTok. Obviously, your first video is not going to be the greatest. Probably not going to have the greatest lighting, greatest sound, and all that. I had a rule for myself with YouTube. I said, okay, in order to get this thing looking good, you have to make one thing better every video. Whoa. So I love that. You know, this mm -hmm. video, you need to start cleaning up your background, girl. You got a McDonald's cup in the background. Yeah. So it was like this video. And then from then on, we take that into every video. Next video, it's time to order better lighting. Next video, you can spend a little more time on editing. So it was mm -hmm. like baby steps until I finally got it better. So it's like really investing in yourself, but maybe creating a little rule for yourself where like, okay, well, and it's good that, it, you know, maybe it's not so perfect when you start because chances are they're not going to have that many eyes on you anyways. Mm -hmm. So it's like a great learning period anyways where there's not like... Like 10 million people judging you. Mm -hmm. You know, you well, and your first video should suck. It yeah. should. You should get way better. Right. Exactly. If your first video doesn't suck, what's going yeah. on? You should have been doing this <laughs> a long time yeah. ago. That's a red flag. Why am I not hearing your camera clicking? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. That's exactly. the whole YouTube. I was like, why is it in focus? Why isn't it going out of focus? Why isn't it clicking? Like, I need, it, I need all that shit. I think for me, the quality is like really important. I, like, things like, because as a CEO and like people, someone that reposts, people's content, like I wanna see like clear and well-lit content. Like that's really, really important to me. Cause to me, like it doesn't even matter what the person looks like. Like I love all types of people, what everyone looks like. I wanna see everyone in my kind of product. What matters to me is the quality of like, how does the lighting look and how does like the, can you see it? And I feel like everyone has an iPhone nowadays. There's like no really excuse to like be like, oh, I just don't have like, the pro like a, a, a DSLR. I was like, you don't need a no, DSLR. You don't need it. Also, Olivia Rodrigo just filmed her entire music, music video, video on an iPhone. I it, saw that. Exactly. First of all, iconic. Iconic. Sickening. Also, I love her so much. Oh, I'm too old to Guts. love her, you but guys, I love 
I do too. It's so sick. Much. It's sick. I'm too, I'm too old like, for that shit too. But I live. Because songs are like boyfriends and you know breakups, so and I'm good. like, it's nostalgic for me. Like I don't know why. Like hearing some of the songs, it reminds me so, so much of like good. when I was like going to like shows in Soma and like where was she when things. I was 18 years old she's where was she wasn't born yet that's, that's, what, that's, that's where she was at. she was she a was, fetus she was an egg she was watching your videos uh-huh. she was she in was in the womb yeah wow okay mm-hmm. so you would say quality I would say quality for me like what lighting about? and quality be specific lighting lighting specifically for me is like I think really really important because mm-hmm. I think is if I see the second I see something dingy and darkly lit I'm, I'm scrolling yeah. immediately because what's the point if you're trying to show me how a product works, but it's dark, I can't see. Like, it's literally pointless mm-hmm. to me. So I think lighting is, like, for me, it's really, really important. Mm-hmm. That's something I look for when I'm reposting. What kind of lights do you use? You don't have to use lights that I use. Okay. You know, like, I use, like, diva lights, like, the intense, strong, mm-hmm. BH photo kind of lights. Because even your um, TikTok content is great quality. Thank you. Thank you. But I, use, I use those lights for it. But do you use is, the back camera? I don't. You use the back I camera. Do. I do. I can't. Okay, I don't know how. Great too. I use back camera. It's, it's hard, hard for me to use a back camera. It's hard. I've tried it. And I, I have like, to set a mirror up to um smaller. to do it behind it to it's see. It's hard though. It's hard. It's hard to stay in focus. So I've, I've tried it. and It's like this is very hard. No, it um, is. But I. Well, I think it's like the thing is you can easily invest in like a small ring light. Like there's so many mm-hmm. lights that actually like, like thirty dollar ones on dude, Amazon. Mm-hmm. And the thing is like on the Amazon, you can even use that like that clip light that everyone uses. That's yes. so freaking bright. The Alex or a light. The Alex or a light. <laughs> you can get that light and put that on your phone and you would get still really good quality because mm-hmm. the camera the thing is sometimes when the, it's too bright, the cameras don't want me to even pick it up on on the iPhones. Like they're like it's almost like it becomes too exposed because they can't even handle that much exposure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be an intense light. It just needs to be a good light like with one good light source. Mm-hmm. That's important to me. Well, both of y'all are great at TikTok. I like actively oh. keep up with both of you. I Thank seriously you. Thank you. Do you have like any strategy with TikTok or any advice for someone starting out? I feel like TikTok's main thing, they reward people that post the most. Mm-hmm. Like the more you can post, the better. And there's no one's page I've ever gone to where all their views are the same. Like views, so dude, true. they fluctuate. So you can't get in your head about it. You mm-hmm. got to just post, post, post. Some stuff's going to flop on there. It's just how the TikTok algorithm works. The only thing that gets on my nerves about TikTok, they'll have like special things going on. We're like, right now we're promoting the eligible for commission thing. Yes. Right now we're promoting mm-hmm. longer videos. So if you aren't doing those things, chances are they'll kind of suppress it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that I'm like, that's a little unfair. But I will say, like, consistency is truly key. And I even had a conversation with my manager about this. She was like, honestly, like, from a brand standpoint, when brands go to a page and they're looking at who they want to sponsor, they more so want to see what type of content you're posting versus um, how many views it's getting. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, it's like, how does it look? And what are your what is your page about? Mm-hmm. That's what matters to brands. Um, so that's. Also, some advice I would say. Back to the quality thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really yeah. important. The lighting and the quality like that is very important for brands to see. And like, if you're creating gorgeous looking content, and even if it doesn't get as great views, like you're still making the content look amazing. Like mm-hmm. that is what the brands would like to see. Yeah, and it kind of is a reflection of like what type of content you'll deliver for them. Exactly. That's exactly what they and want. And that's what they care about. Because mm-hmm. if it's messy and all over the place and you're posting like once a month sometimes, I would say that's like kind of brand repellent. You know yeah. what I mean? That's so true. It's true. Yeah. It's like if anything, they're going to be like, absolutely oh not. God. Don't send us her deck. We don't yeah. want to see that shit. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. guys use any creators? Do you sponsor any creators with your own brands? 
The only type of sponsor, it, it, it's not even sponsor. We paid creators to help us create Instagram content, but not for them to post, for like us UGC. to post. Um, what's that mean? User generated oh, content. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. you know, because I have Minimum LA, which is like clothing. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll pay some smaller content creators who do really beautiful work to create, you know, outfit pictures mm-hmm. and just send them to us and we post them and then they get paid. But it's not a sponsorship for them to post. Got it. That's a really smart job, I feel, now that you don't even have to be an influencer. You can mm-hmm. just make content. If you're the UGC like, is genius. Mm-hmm. If you have an eye, you can just create content yep. directly for the brand. There's mm-hmm. tons of girls in LA or all over that do that, too. They have like smaller Instagram. So it's just like a way for them to make income because they don't even have to post this stuff on their page. You know, they're just good at making content and maybe they haven't gotten where they want to grow to make enough money off sponsorships. Mm-hmm. So it's like such a, they just make uh, content for brands constantly. Mm-hmm. Are you guys pretty strict with other beauty brands that you work with? Like, are you not really working with other beauty brands because you have your own now? No, not at all. I work no. with like literally all the brands. Oh, really? I Same. Work with literally everyone. Like, for like that was really important to me. Like, when I had my own brand, that I wasn't going to like just only solely focus on that and that be like the only thing. Like, to me, it's important to be able to like show off other brands, other things. The thing is, I'm on my channel. I'm still reviewing products that are from all over the place. So why would I not work mm-hmm. with other brands still? Like. Lunar Beauty is part of me, but it's not all of me. So I want to make sure that I can still show so many. And the thing is, like, I don't have every product known to man. Like, I can't even do that, even if I wanted to right now. So it's like, I feel like it's really important to still be able to do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And I always like say it's like my different work. It's like I'm still the CEO of Lunar Beauty, but I'm still Manny MUA too. Mm-hmm. So it's like I still do my Manny MUA stuff. Yeah. And that's its own thing. But then I still do my Lunar Beauty stuff, which is honestly, like CEO. thank God, because I love your videos where you're reviewing like a new pro- every you. new product. I'm like, gotta go to Manny's channel <laughs> thank you, and thank see you. what you think because it's thank you. so I appreciate good. That. Thank, like, I really appreciate that. And I swear like you're so real without being mm. rude. That's like that's always been like my my vibe. Like I always want to be like, this is what it is. I'm being honest and truthful and upfront, but I'm not gonna shred yeah. the brands either. Because it's so, it's so it rude. Is. It's so I'm like, unnecessary. What's the fucking point? Like, why am I gonna? Why would I shred them? I'd be like, I always like say like, if something doesn't work for me, it doesn't mean it won't work for you. It's just like this is why I don't like mm-hmm. it. But no harm, no well, foul. Well, and you have your own brands. You're like, I would Girl, die I know how it if it someone did this. I know to exactly me. how it is. Yes. Yes, and yeah. like I feel like even after having a brand post brand, I'm like. I'm even more like respectful of like brands and brand owners and things like that. Cause I'm like, I know how hard this is. Like, it's very, very hard mm-hmm. to have a brand. Yeah. It's like the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can only imagine. It's so hard. Yeah. I honestly think it's kind of corny when people like are ripping a brand apart like way too much. I'm like, who are It's not that deep. They're just doing it. It's not that deep. And they're doing it for. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally just a concealer. And they're literally doing it for like attention. Like, it's like we all know the reason that you're doing it like that is for like, it to be longer viewed so that you get I'm more like, it's views. Mean, not you're this just point. being rude. Like you're just it's being mean. an asshole just to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I want to talk about owning your own brands. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is the hardest part? Well, I, I will say, like, 
We 100% own our brands. I have Laura Los Angeles and Minimal LA. And like we both self-fund those brands completely ourselves, meaning there's no investor that comes in and cuts Which that. Which is insane. It's, yeah. That's and your Lunar Beauty. The cr- mm-hmm. Lunar Beauty, mm-hmm. Laura Los Angeles, Minimal LA. And it's really crazy because we cut $100,000 checks and like bet that money on ourselves in order to sell that product. And as a small brand, if that product were to completely flop and not sell, it's hard to pay for the next launch. So you're mm-hmm. constantly, it's a vicious cycle. And on top of paying your bills. Yes, oh, everything. Pay, oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Buying yes. groceries, everything. And that's why, too, we're so grateful to both still get to, because whenever I first came out with my makeup brand, it was in 2017, and I was like, Gosh, I hope this isn't like because not a ton of influencers had brands back then. So I was scared that it would Mm -hmm. like repel brands from wanting to work with me. You know what I mean? Because I was like, what if they see it as like, oh, competition? That's that's a competition. Uh But they did not at all, thankfully. Like they got it. Like Mm -hmm. they got it. They're like, this is her. Not side gig, but this is just a part of her, an extension of her rather than all of her. It's my business. And if anything, I will say, like, brands have come in to try to help, like, whether their PR teams have given me advice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like anytime brands have sponsored me, they kind of, in a way, give back to my brand because that's where that money goes. Yeah, that's unreal. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, I love things. But that's like something positive Mm -hmm. of the beauty community. There's something positive. Mm -hmm. And a lot of brands, honestly, like a lot of brands have hit me up to be like, hey, we would love to do a collaboration with Lunar to like do a good giveaway. Oh, so that's it's like things really like that, cute. which is really cool. Like I just mm-hmm. did one with like Laneige recently, who a brand I work with all the time. Yeah. And so oh God, for them, them to be like yeah. I'm obsessed with them. Oh my God. So um for them to work with me and like with a lunar beauty, yeah. they're like, Oh, let's do a giveaway with Laneige. Like that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's really cool to be able to have that. But yeah, um having a brand is just like the toughest thing, and I think for me, what's really tough is always, always like having a balance in your life. Mm-hmm. The work-life balance is so difficult because it's oh my like God, same what, with being what a creator. Point, exactly, <laughs> what I'm saying. So now, like, so now, so being a creator and then having work-life balance, mm-hmm. so then now adding having a brand and having a work-life balance, it makes it so difficult to like try to divvy up your time mm-hmm. and like know where it should be going. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like I still want to do my man anyway stuff. But I still want to have a normal life too, and like still live, and mm-hmm. I want to date, and I want to like still have create like amazing products I have to create. So it's like this very tough thing of trying to figure out like what where you can delegate your time to Mm -hmm. what has been your favorite part about owning your own business I would got, say the independence. Got really quiet in here, no, did it? I would say for me. I would say. <laughs> I would never do it. Never again. Back, back. No, I would say the the independence of it is really cool. The independence, like I like being. I work with my family with my brand, so being Wait, able to mean? like like my parents work with me. No way. With Lunar what Beauty, yes. Do? So my mom helps me with like all PD and behind the scenes, like you, you know, talking with labs. What you employ your parents? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, my dad helps me with like the lawyer stuff and the contracts and things like that. He helps me with all that stuff. So for me, it's like that part of it makes so it so fun awesome. and so cool. Like it's very independent where it's like I can like work with my family. Uh-huh. And it's like they don't live here with me in, in, in LA, they live in San Diego. So it's nice that like I just can always be in communication because I'm always mm-hmm. talking about at least something. It's like the thing with like Laura where I'm like, well, at least I'm talking to them. You know, like, yeah. at least I'm talking to her. Like that makes me happy too. Even if it has to be something about work, uh-huh. I'm just, I enjoy the connection regardless. That is so, so it's, awesome. That's, that's fun. Getting to work with them is like uh-huh. it's a really cool thing, and they're my family. Like I know that they'll never, my parents will never betray me. Uh huh. So yeah. it's like getting to work with someone that and you know would never betray some you. Some people do, like, that have doesn't have that situation. Are... Yeah. Brit- hello, Brittany. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. So it's like I I'm really blessed and really lucky to be able to work with them. So that makes it like a really fun process of the brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say um, 
similar to Manny, whenever you own a brand, yes, it's so much more work, but I've heard the craziest nightmare stories of influencer brands who are ran by big companies. Mm -hmm. Like I have heard the biggest nightmare crazy stories where they actually have little to no control over Mm -hmm. their brand, but their name is on it and Mm -hmm. the public sees it as their brand alone. So whatever's going on with the big company or behind the scenes, it like reflects on them. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful. Granted, it's so much more work, but I'm so grateful to be able to create what I want come out with it when I want um, have the creative freedom and it's like honestly so cool just to be able to say that you create it and have your own brand after doing this for years and years and like kind of have something to show for you know Mm -hmm. what I mean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what do you feel like is your greatest strength like doing what you guys do like what do you think you're the best at I think personality I think all my content has always been personality driven Mm -hmm. and that's why I've never been an IG baddie. Like, that's why Instagram has <laughs> never been my number one platform. Mm-hmm. Girl, same. It's always, mm-hmm. that's why I've always catered more towards YouTube because all my content's been more personality driven and it's not the looks. You know what I mean? Well, girl, you, in but my like, eyes, you're a baddie. Yeah, oh, you're very sweet. But, you're yeah. very sweet. I always tell him, like, Laura, you're such a fucking baddie. Yeah, you are. She doesn't want to hear from me, but I'm always like, you're such a baddie. I'm like, nope. Baddie. Last baddie slander. It's just like a 10. A 10. Yeah, you guys are so sweet. I'm I have to go. That is a diamond in the rough, girl. No, seriously. Yeah. So um, sweet. And I, I, agree, I feel like same with same with me. I feel like my personality and like I feel like I have a way to like make people feel comfortable around me, and I think that's mm-hmm. always been like a strength of mine. Mm-hmm. And and I think I've taken it into into social media as well, mm-hmm. just to like feel like we connect in some capacity. What do you guys currently struggle with when it comes to being a business owner? Keeping up. I was like, you know, even though we have small independent businesses, they're oh. still compared to the big dogs out there. Yeah, stop and, comparing and, us. And we're so small. Benefit L'Oreal and They come out with 10, <laughs> la- 10 launches a year. Yes. And I'm like, like 100 employees. I'm like, yeah. I do yeah. not have $20 million. Yeah. I may have convinced you I do, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't yes. have $20 million to pump into brand events. And so, like, you're never, never able to, you know, create at that capacity. Uh-huh. So it's so hard because you'll see them do so much and you're just like looking up in the clouds like man maybe one day you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah. it's so hard because honestly all the things the big brands do are the things you need to be doing to really take your brand to the next level mm-hmm. and so whenever you're an independent brand owner it's like the little bitty baby steps little bitty and then it's like six steps back you know a couple steps forward mm-hmm. it's very that in the climb it's the climb like Miley Cyrus the climb yeah. that's Thanks what we call it that. it's the climb with, with wow. the being an independent brand owner, like when you're an indie brand, it's it's honestly sometimes I even I'll compare myself to like other indie brand owners and I'll, like when they like let's say an influencer that has a huge backing that's like in like this big ass retail store and I'm just like damn like how can they do all these things and then I remember I'm like well they're not paying for all of it it's like the conglomerate's yeah. paying for it all and that's how they're able to do it in like these like big capacities and I'm like okay you know it's just it's just a different thing mm-hmm. and the thing is like what they probably don't get is like full control of their brand. You know, whereas we do. One million So it's percent. a give and take in aspects of it. So it's like I can say when I do my launches that I like put my whole heart into them every single time. Mm-hmm. And I loved every single thing that I've done. And I was part of that whole way. Whereas other big, you know, branders with conglomerates, like they have like to ask people and they have to be like, can we do this? And like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a different thing, but they don't monetarily lose as much. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a, a give and take. How many employees do you guys have? I have seven. Wow. That's a lot. It is. We distribute our own product for us. So, like, we have our own warehouse. Yes, where we distribute for ourselves. So, that's what gives us more employees. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. What about you? 
I have four. Well, I mean, that's still a lot of people you're employing, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. salaries. So. I hate, I 100%. hate it. Like, I hate, I, I did not know this until I did it. Like, my husband and we have people that work for us for years and years do management because I, like, tapped into it, girl. Mm-hmm. And I did not know, Mm-mm. like, it wasn't for me. Like, I thought it was. I'm not a manager. I'm not like that person. I'm not sure CEO, but no, I'm not someone to come in on the no ground floor. You know, I'm not all. a micromanager. Uh-uh, not. It's not good for me. Like, there's only so much I can do, and that's a hat I do not like to wear and do not like to do. Like, you know, creeping in, checking in on every employee and what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like someone else has to do this. Like, I cannot do this. I did it for a little bit, and I was like. No, that's honestly what I should have said is like the hardest part of owning a business for me. Some mm-hmm. people may love it, maybe like the best thing that they do, but for me, I don't like managing other people. Well, it's hard also when someone fucks up. And yeah. You're like, uh. I don't want to tell them, like, and I will, but or, I don't want, like, you don't want to. I want to no be a YouTube personality. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to wear all these hats. So, mm-hmm. luckily, I have employees that have worked with me for seven years who have worked their way up and, like, they, they are management. Want. Like, I'm supposed to be the face of the brand, not every single part of this. So. Yes. I, the exact same. <sighs> yeah. Like, and, and, like, honestly, sometimes, like, even with like, my parents, I'm like, Hey, so I just feel like you weren't on top of it on this time. And yeah. it's so weird for me to say that to like my parents who have literally raised You're me. You're like, mom, get your and shit I'm like, together. I'm like, mom, get it. No, literally. I'm not kidding. I was like, mom, get your shit together right now. And she's like, what the fuck? And we're like going on each other. Because my mom is not that type too. We'll both, like, we'll just shred, no, they will just shred each other. And she's like, what the fuck? You know, so we'll we'll go in on each other. But at least like because it's family, it's like. Yeah, it's gone. Like the, it's never the, the heat is yeah. just gone completely, and then we just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But it is a very interesting thing to be like. I hate being a boss. Yeah, like, it's I don't want to be a boss. I want to create things. I want to be like. I want to create do things on social media, and I want to create product, and I want to be like in my fantasy world of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do like the the behind the scenes contracts and lawyers and all this bullshit. I don't want to deal with any. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to deal with any of that. Yeah, because if you deal with all that, then you lose out on your creativity. One million. You start to percent. focus on Draining. that. You literally drain. All, like you can't create things. Mm-hmm. I when I'm the most stressed, I can't create. Mm-hmm. I can't create color stories. I can't create product. I can't do anything. Like I literally cannot do it. My mind doesn't come to me. Well, that's great that you have figured that out yeah. because I feel like it takes a long time for people mm-hmm. to figure that out. Totally, because everyone wants to do it all. It's true. I'm like, they how do. the heck does Kim K do it? <sighs> she has people. A She's, a She's a delegator. She's a delegator. Mm-hmm. The strongest people. I went to Tony Robbins seminar. Like the strongest people in business, they're delegators. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at that. That's I why I'm not that Kim K. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only reason. Okay. I'm delusional. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're delegators. They have someone for every little aspect, mm-hmm. so they're able to do everything. Because yeah. some they and and you always when you delegate, you are always supposed to delegate it to someone who can do it better, better than, than you. You, mm-hmm. you got to find someone someone who does it better than you. Mm-hmm. So that's what Kim's done. She figured it out. She's genius. She is a genius. She is. Genius. I'm like, how does she's she, she is. People that say she's like stupid or whatever, I'm like, you guys are all dumb. No. Yeah. Like to think that Kim has not created what she's done and, and, that all, all, and has children, all from just a quote unquote sex tape, y'all are delusional. Yeah. That, that you think that's is all she a had? business Girl. 101, baby. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. That's an entrepreneur if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If someone, okay, not an investor, but let's say I was just a little angel fairy and I came to both of y'all and I was like, I'm going to give you a million dollars to do whatever you want with your brand. What would you do with it? I'd say that's not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To be honest, like the thing is like some like POs and things like that, like. Or $500,000. 
like that's crazy, crazy amounts dollars, of money. Like, and I'm that's like, one I can't, launch. And that's what, like, yeah, like, well, that's one big launch, but that's like a launch. So, like, crazy. for example, like a million dollars, I'm like, how could I do a foundation range with that? Like, could I do something I like a foundation and concealer? I think I would need more. Like, if I wanted to do like a complexion, let's say a complexion line, uh -huh. to do foundations and concealers, to do a, a, raid, a shade range that I would want, I would need more than that. No way. Mm. I do. I genuinely do because MOQs gets gets involved, which is the minimum order quantity uh -huh. per shade, and that like that that it is a thing. Like you can't just like create small amounts of one thing. It has to be the same usually Amount. across the board. Wow. Of every you shade. Minimum. You have a okay. minimum per shade. Okay. So imagine that. Like let's say you want to do a, sh a shade range of like forty. Three hundred of each shade. Or whatever. Three thousand. Three thousand. No, MLQs are like from like three, three to, to five thousand to ten. And like uh -huh. setting sprays and mascaras are around twenty thousand. The mascara one still really gets me. It really bothers me. Yeah. I the the lowest I think I've ever found for mascara was twenty. And when I was working on a mascara once, and they were like, "Our MLQ is fifty thousand. I said, "Are you on fucking literal crack?" So that's crack? why we. That's, <laughs> that's why we haven't. Are you launched. smoking crack right now? Literal, literal, literal crack. crack. Fifty thousand units. I want to sit in on your business meeting. <laughs> Lord, that's me. No, I literally. That's what I talk like in my business meeting. I'm like, they're on crack cocaine. Your mom's like, Manny. Manny. Manuel. We are on. No, Manuel. Full name. Man, y'all, we are on a we call. We are on I'm the like, call. Oh, still. You're right. You're right. Um, I love everyone. We are. You're. You're kidding. Mm -mm. I'm. I'm dead serious. It's literally horrific. What is the cheapest item to make in makeup? I think lashes is the cheapest. Lashes. Lashes. Because really also, that's there's the no testing in lashes. Not really, because mm -hmm. it's not like a product, so you don't have to pay for like the testing mm -hmm. and yeah. go through that. Yeah, and like and all that. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to go through. There's no ingredient list. Exactly. You know what it's I mean? Most expensive, like foundation palettes. Palettes, eyeshadow palettes, eyeshadow any palettes. type really? palettes. Yeah. How many yeah. Things with Mica, things with Mica, would, things with there's, I've glitter. never seen anything cheaper than five. I Same. mean, less MOQ, less than 5,000 on Same. eyeshadow palettes. Same. I've never you seen. You need at least five. Ever. Mm -hmm. No. Five, mm -hmm. Yeah, five to 10. Uh, five to 10 mm -hmm. is where Depending you're at. Depending on, on your packaging. Palettes. So the thing is, it's not even just about the fill. It's about your packaging. So if your packaging MOQ is what it is, you have to hope and pray that the packaging and the fill MOQ is the same thing. Mm -hmm. oh, so let's I say see. you're packaging like, oh, we can only do 10,000, but got your it. fill can be five. That's like, then fuck. That's like, you yeah. gotta find a new packaging you to find a new company. packaging company to like be able to do the same thing. But I would say eyeshadow pal or just palettes in general are the most expensive things mm -hmm. you can make. And, and then the also you have to, to sell them by a certain time because doesn't like makeup expire? They do. Mm -hmm. Luckily powders are like, a lot more lenient. Yeah, it's the are. when you get into cream and liquid that, that becomes very tricky. spooky. Yeah, yeah, you better you better get you ready. Better sell those fucking units, to sell. Yeah. What has been your best selling product, both of you? Eyeshadow palettes. Same my nudie patootie eyeshadow palette. Well, thank God because you're crazy. Crazy. Well, my baby, thank God. No, we've, honestly, we've same. sold over eighty thousand nudie patootie eyeshadow palettes. You're fucking kidding. Mm -mm. Beast mode right here. Okay. Well, you're about to Boss have eighty thousand right and one. Wow. Yeah. And that's the Congrats. Most, that's thank so you. Awesome. That's thank you. Granted, we came out with it in 2017. So this <laughs> is over a number of years of consistently sales. Thank mm. you. That's thank bananas. you. Yeah. Yeah. Palettes I mean, are mine too. Um, palettes are mine too. My, my brother are palettes. What palette? I show palettes. My, my highest selling palette. Oh my goodness. That's a good question. I think that probably Nude Prism might be my Okay. Biggest I don't know. You had drag. another big one. Was it Moonspell? 
Oh, like, that was Spell. such Moon a Spell big one. one for you. Moonspell that one. probably outsold Nude Prism. No, they're like probably the same now. Yeah, maybe because the Moonspell same. Because Moonspell was limited edition, whereas Nude oh, Prism I have to like. I'm never mind. Like that. Okay, I see. Moonspell like I I copped out like my Moonspell. It was like a Halloween collection. Okay, and it was like a that spell one book. went crazy. And for that you, one went though. very like people. Loved I remember that one. That one was iconic. That was sickening. How much do you think? Like Mario sells of like the nude or the ma- master mats. Hella, because he's in oh. a Sephora. So Sephora's moving. So like we so were able to sell those sale. units just off our independent website, which is crazy. Thank you, but boss um, ass bitch. Hey, I try. I don't like being a boss, but, but, but sometimes still, I have but to I be one. I love being a bitch. <laughs> Listen, if I'm ever Laura, on Housewives, so that's holding a lipstick. She would have some cue cards up, so I'd be reading. That's so good. That was so good. Wow. What were we talking about? I have no fucking idea. Um, um, you asked us something, I thought. <laughs> you did, no, you did. I did. You said something, um, Mario. Mario! It's also Sephora's. It's different because he's sold in Sephora. So that in itself. And I think he's global. Own, and he's global. So I think that when you have a conglomerate like that pushing your product as well, it becomes different. So he's definitely sold hell yeah. I would say he's probably sold like of that matte palette specifically Oof. like the matte eyeshadow artist palette like the basic one yep. he's probably sold like over a hundred thousand of them it's always sold out i agree uh, yeah so he's like, definitely, well, i think he's definitely it. sold over a hundred i think he's probably sold over a hundred thousand of them if i had to guess it's very popular like that it's is very a very popular. good neutral matte and it's not huge like it's a good hundred thousand that is yeah insane. over do you okay are you making good money from your brands not really. I feel like with, I the, with the brand, with the amount because you have to put in because the amount that goes in—that's that's the problem. That's why I was say, like, it's like its own revolving door now. Almost. Yeah, like it funds itself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we sell product, and then we're able to like make a little more and elevate a little more, like inch mm-hmm. by inch. But mm-hmm. all the money we make, I don't really see any money from the brand because it all goes right back into the brand. Well, do you say you make more money, which you don't have to answer. But do you make more money from being a creator? Hundred percent. Yes. Wow. Hundred yes. percent. I can say wholeheartedly 100%. Mm-hmm. I make yes. more money as being Manny MUA with brand deals slash just N- Now, YouTube, if we were to everything. sell everything on our websites and then close the doors and not invest, we would make more money on our <laughs> yeah. brands. Well, that, yes, of course. If, okay. you, if we just stopped. If like you if we sold just stopped. the business. Yeah, like sold the business, sold all the product we had in stock and then invested no more, no more and like kept all that money, mm-hmm. we would totally make different. more off the brand that okay. year. Mm-hmm. Like if we just stopped. Mm-hmm. If we were to like, okay, well, this is what we have. You guys buy it all. Then it's mm-hmm. like you would make a good amount of money because it's like you're just we're not putting more money into, our, into our next project mm-hmm. so that's a lot of the money that you make from your brand you invest into the next thing so what you like to do at least me i always like i want to at least make my money back from a project like in like the first month i launch it so then at least i make my own money back from that project and then that money can go into the next project mm-hmm. that i have working on for the next po placement because some of them are like high po placement some of them are not so high mm-hmm. so this depends. is insane to me it is it's freaking it's risky. Wild. Would it's you so recommend risky. someone who's like a small creator like me? Like, would you be like, you should start your own business? It depends on what your business is. <laughs> I would say me? no. I think most I, I, creators people, say no. People, when they ask me, they're like, makeup, I'm absolutely like, not. Mm. Really? Why? Not because of so how much now. it costs. And it costs a lot of money. It costs so much. The PO placements are. Like, do you have a couple million lying around? Unfortunately, no. So, see, I would no. say don't do it. But mm-hmm. there are other things you can get into. Like, people have small jewelry lines that are very successful. Mm-hmm. There's no high MOQs on jewelry lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and. 
it's it's much easier to run because you don't have to do all these testing and ingredients and all that. Like there are tons of different businesses. I would say yes, just not skincare, makeup things that um, have really high MOQs and are very expensive. What does MOQ mean? Um, the minimum order, order quantity. quantity. Minimum so order the MOQ is per shade what you have to order. Okay. So That's for like example, the you, least they'll take. The least they'll take. So like let's say you order 10 foundations and you're like, oh, I don't want like this many of this shade. But they're like, well, you have to have an MOQ of 3,000 per this shade. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't even want that many, you have to order three. Mm-hmm. You have to order three, at least three per. And if you want to do more, you can. Mm-hmm. But the MOQ, the minimum, the minimum, is at least three to five. That's what we said. That's why I would not do um, something where you're going to be working with multiple labs. Mm-hmm. And like, because it's going to eat up all of your money and time. Like mm-hmm. there are so many little businesses that can turn into big businesses and expand. Have mm-hmm. you ever thought about quitting your running your business? Yes. I, I have too. Mm-hmm. I thought the same thing. I think it's like impossible not to at least think about it. Like to at least like have it pass, pass your mind. That. Especially when you're going through the gigs and something's happening. Like something just happened with my powder launch that like frustrated me so much that I'm just like Sometimes I think like, why the fuck am I even doing this? And why am I killing myself mm-hmm. to do these things when I make more money as many of you? Yeah. You know, like I'll just get frustrated with little things. But then I think about like the creativity aspect, what I love doing. And I loved creating. And I think that people love Lunar Beauty, too. So I'm like, I want to keep doing it for the people that love it and enjoy it and know that I kill myself for it. Wow. You know, I mean, that it's like a lot of not only money, but energy and time. Tons. And, Tons. Yeah. So yeah. much like people don't even realize. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. when you're doing everything like as your own like. Oh, it's CEO. bananas to me that you're self funding at all. Like that's cray cray. Yeah, it is. It that's absolutely it's is. It sucks because like I know like some there's been like a handful of influencers who have gotten super rich off their brand, so mm-hmm. they just assume everyone kind of has, and like that's where everybody's gotten rich from. Mm-hmm. But it couldn't be further for the from the truth. Mm-hmm. Who are your or what are your favorite influencer brands? Um, I really like 30 Years by Katie. Oh, I yeah. think she's done such an excellent Beautiful job. Her and Desi are Her so best iconic. friend, too, like, Desi. Yeah. Like, their, their her brands, brands are is good. Kristen Dominique, them. Dominique <laughs> Cosmetics. Oh, okay. I'm wearing their brow gel right now. Oh, Me, too. I love, I love her. It's sold I love out. Her and her brand. She's so nice. She's, she's sold incredible. out. She's incredible. She is incredible. Stuff. She mm-hmm. is. Um, that's another. Gosh, there's so many. Who there's else so do many. we I love these days? I'm like, I. Hundred percent, I can. Those are really strong. Karen um, just came out with Libre Lashes that launched today. Oh, I'm wearing them right now. That's another influencer brand I'm into. So she just dropped today too. So Mm -hmm. very. There's so many. Honestly, like nowadays, I almost feel like I can't keep track of influencer brands anymore. It's crazy because there's so many that I don't even like. Sometimes I don't even. I'm like, oh, you have a brand? Yeah. Sick, like dope, like that's awesome. But I would say immediately first impressions, I'm thinking of like Desi and like Mm -hmm. Desi skin, Desi glasses, things like that. Like where I am, like if I see yourself and I'm inspired by it, I know I like it. Mm-hmm. What's your strategy when it comes to marketing your brand? Social media, of course, mm-hmm. uh, would be I think both of our main strategies. And then honestly, like our community that we came from, we are called the OGs. Like mm-hmm. our community is so stronghold on supporting each uh, other. Every single launch we do and they do, we all collectively post each other's, and it's a constant revolving door. That. It's so, so true. Like, we always support each other. I may have 1.7 million followers on Instagram, but. You know, this person, that person all adds up to you're getting like 10 million eyes on your product because we're all constantly pushing each other. So we're all growing together. And I think fucking awesome. Isn't that amazing? amazing? Because the TikTok community, they do collaborate little, but not like the OGs. The OGs have had each other's back through thick and thin. It's, it's been years. years. Y'all are like family now. No, seriously. And like everyone, like we've known each other for so long that it's just like, especially when they're independent brand owners, like it's so cool. 
to like see that that happens like we've grown with each other like i want to support you and you you support me and it's it's really cool to see that other mm -hmm. creators in the space that we've been friends with for so long still want to support us constantly mm -hmm. and we support mm -hmm. them back it's cool for me to see that because it shows that there really is every or room for everyone at yeah. the table mm -hmm. yeah because i feel like it can get really catty or like competitive 100%. in totally. a bad way absolutely yeah. quickly mm -hmm. especially in beauty beauty is kind of known for uh-huh a little toxicity is here and it? there i, you know never, I know you would never thought you would never I thought that. it's known it? for some huh. you know some wildness oh so. my god okay well i want to play a fun game before we leave Eww. okay um we're gonna play smash or pass i love Ooh. that but it's gonna be beauty brands okay okay <laughs> down um so i'll just name the brand and you'll tell me if you want to smash or pass it Eww, i love okay. it first brand is benefit cosmetics smash, smash. obsessed tart pass Pass as well. Wait, what were you gonna say about Benefit? I was, like, I was just saying I love them. They're I love really, them too. Why? All their products. So Benefit has this thing. I don't know if the public knows this. They, I think it's twenty nine SKUs. I can't remember. They have a certain number of SKUs they do, and like they do not go above that. So if they come out with a new product, they take away an old product. So Benefit is not about like mass produce, like a mm -hmm. ton of shit. I did not. And they yes. don't overlaunch. Like they're they not do the not overlaunch. Brand. And every mm -hmm. single thing they come out with, they have put years into it. So like, every launch is their story is awesome. Yeah, too. like I, I yeah. love their brand story. Mm -hmm. You know, like everything about like the I just I love them. Yes, the I have to say Benefit's so unique as a brand. Mm -hmm. They just are, and they always have been, and they've been around for so long. And it's for a reason. Mm -hmm. They're they're a good brand, mm -hmm. and their employees are amazing. dude. Their team. Is so fucking great. It's the best team I'm obsessed I personally with the, have ever with worked with. Like, yeah, with beauty, absolutely they're incredible. Mm -hmm. absolutely. I'm absolutely obsessed with wow. them, and they're just like cool. They're just cool ass people. They are okay. Tart, why pass? I think Tarte, I love Tarte, don't get me wrong, I'm not like a Tarte hater. I and use, a lot of the product is fantastic. I use their shit all the time. I just mm -hmm. see Tarte as one of those brands that will do anything and everything. It kind of seems like they're all over the place, and it's like, oh, we're doing this, this is popular now, we're gonna go that way, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Oh, these are popular people, we're gonna go that way. Like, they have no loyalty to anything, it's just kind of, they kind of seem all over the place. Like, kind of go with the wind. Yeah. Wherever the wind's flowing is like where they're, mm -hmm. where they're blowing. Mm -hmm. I, I see that, I guess, yeah, from a consumer, it's like mm -hmm. confusing sometimes. 100%, and like, I understand where they're coming from in the way of like, where they want trying to go marketing-wise to where they think they're gonna get the most views, I get that. But from the consumer standpoint, it just looks very confusing all the time. Mm, okay, you know. So. Word. Cover girl. Pass. 100% I'm gonna for say me. pass. Okay. Wait, wait. Pass. I would smash. Say pass. I'm sorry. I meant smash. I'm okay. gonna say pass. I meant smash. I said what the fuck? I meant smash. Just because it's like I feel like they're iconic. And what I like about CoverGirl is that they are very inclusive with people that they work with. Mm -hmm. And you don't see that a ton mm -hmm. with like a lot of other brands. So I, I say Pass just genuinely on their products. Like if you point out the drugstore, I would say like in my kit, I have the least amount of products from CoverGirl. Okay. Mm. So just genuinely Pass. What do you have the most amount of drugstore products from? What brand? Elf, Essence, or Maybelline. Oh, I love Elf. Yeah. Oh my oh. God. I just, like, are you kidding? Glow. Oh. Elf and Maybelline are my... Elf, Maybelline, and Essence. I would 100%. say that's like what I have the okay. most of. Wow. Okay. Charlotte Tilbury. A smash! See, that's what I'm like, smash, smash, for some smash, reason, smash. Pass, like you want to say, it, for the good one, but it's smash for me 100%. I love them. You are such a Charlotte girl. I am. You're I am. I love girl. them. Okay. Rare Beauty. Smash, smash. hard. Oh really? I, lo I love Rare Beauty. Why? They have such good stuff. Their quality. Their quality. I had the. I put on TikTok the other day. I literally think that if Selena Gomez was not the face of Rare Beauty, they would be just as viral. Like they would I still agree. slay. They right? would still slay. I agree. Their mm -hmm. shit is so good. Like yeah. they know what they're doing. This is not just some gimmicky celebrity brand. This is a real brand, and they do mm -hmm. real good shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite Rare Beauty product? 
their eyeliner, which I know sounds lame, but it's just something I use every single day. Mm-hmm. For me, I think it's the blushes, the Same. blushes. Yeah, I, I the think blush. they're amazing. What about Charlotte? What's your favorite product? Um, Mine's a magic cream. Oh, I love that. I'm obsessed with magic cream. Oh I was, something I use the most consistent, I would say, is their magic serum. Oh. Mm. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so good. I wear it under my makeup such, every day. Okay. a good ass job with the skin, dude. Do you do the magic cream under your makeup? Yes. Okay, every time? or not, No, not every time. Okay. But I, and I'll use it as like my moisturizer, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. I have one in my gym bag. I have wow. one in my, yeah, I use it all the time. What do you guys use to prime? I uh, you rare beauty actually. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm literally wearing the pore diffusing primer. To, I, it's one of my favorite primers of all time. Wow. It's a rare beauty pore diffusing that. primer. Mm-hmm. I um use the magic serum first to moisturize and then I put the right now I'm using the refi. They have that oh, roller, yeah. you know oh. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It's so good. I don't do I need like that? I think you need it's it. It's fire. I actually do like it too. It's mm-hmm. so it good. good. It's such a lightweight, hydrating, like beautiful primer that's not too it doesn't you know how some primers will make your makeup start to peel up or you just yes, get too I much shit that. Yep. Not that. Not that. It's okay. good. It's okay, good. Amazing. Makeup by Mario. Oh, smash. smash. <laughs> he just like he just knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He's yeah. very That's the good. best like, foundation on the market to Laura me. Laura loves that foundation. I've gone through two whole bottles. Okay, I was listening to your podcast so much, I was like, okay, I have to buy it now because you talk about it literally all the time. I she loves do. It. She loves it. I do. I, it's so good, mm. but I, I don't suspect anything less because anything he's creating, he's going to use on Kim and Kim will not allow Kim would not let him use it on her so if it he's wasn't also the professional. best. He's been doing makeup forever. He is. He, he knows, knows what, what he's doing. doing. Mm-hmm. Do you think he only uses his products on Kim? 90% no. of it. I would say 90% of it's his. I think then. a lot for sure is his, but I think that he will definitely sprinkle in like mm-hmm. other things as well for mm-hmm. sure. I think so too. Okay, Morphe. I would say pass now, but back in the day, I would have said smash to Morphe. I would say pass now as well and smash back then as well. Okay. Like exa- exact same as Laura. Okay. Fenty Beauty. Smash. I don't really use anything Fenty. I use their skincare, so I'll say Smash. Mm-hmm. But as okay. far as makeup, like I don't grab for Fenty specifically, but their skincare, I have two products that it's so good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. One size. Smash. I would say Smash. Because it's very, it's good high quality product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very, and I very think good stuff. that they have come out with some products that have literally taken the industry by storm. Like I think their setting spray is like oh, one of the yep. best uh-huh. the setting sprays. Waterproof them. Yep. So like how can we not Smash? And the thing is like they're, they, they, they're smart. Like they make things for people who from all different types of people like yeah. whether they're plus size or not. Like inclusive. they know. One inclusive. size. Yeah. E- exactly. Right. And mm-hmm. I love their branding. Yeah. They do a great job. Yeah. Um, hourglass? Smash for the concealer. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't, any, other than the concealer, I don't use anything hourglass. Only the concealer I use. Okay. I feel but like, it's my favorite concealer of all time, so I can't like wow. pass it mm-hmm. either. I feel like uh, hourglass used to be bussin' bussin'. They were, and but I feel like not it's so not, much. it's crickets now. I'm gonna say smash still because I'm wearing their foundation right now. <laughs> <laughs> the stick, the the, 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 the stick and the so concealer truly are like. I feel like I have to shocking. say smash. Okay, I have to say smash as well. Color pop, pass, pass as well. They come out with too much shit, but I will say they got high quality shit. Like it's cheap and it's good, mm-hmm. but it's just overproduced. It's just like too much. It's too many launches Can't back to back. It's, I cannot. But I, they do a good job at collabs. Whenever they do collabs with like these like anime brands true. or like Hocus Pocus, they do that's a like good their job. Strong point. That's their strong thing. But I think that they do overproduce their their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Kylie Cosmetics? I would say pass for me. Because I feel like they used to be like this, the shit and I was They're obsessed. The but There's word on the street that Kylie's trying to buy it back from Cody. 
So maybe it's trying to get like they're trying to get it. Mm-hmm. And a that better Kim's spot. trying to buy KKW back from Cody as well. They're both trying to buy doesn't he own like fifty one percent of Kylie? Okay. Mm-hmm. And yep. K- and KKW? Kim's I think they only own like twenty to thirty percent. It was way less. But I, oh, word yeah, I on the street is they're trying, and this is alleged, but I've heard they're trying to buy back. Honestly, she should. Right? I think. Right? Yeah. I didn't know she knew. I like when she had it herself, like it was more popping. It uh-huh. was. And I feel like she cared more. And I feel I like she too. cared more too. I did too. She was more involved. She knows what the fuck is up. Like she's mm-hmm. not. She's girl. a glam girl. Mm-hmm. She's a glam, she girl. A glam girl. girl. She's a glam girl. And I love that. I love that about her. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see the branding stuff more about Kylie's her. Kylie's brand should be at rare beauty standards. It I agree. Should. I really do. Right. I really and why agree. is it not there? Why is it not right when you walk in Sephora? Like, why is it not? Mm-hmm. It should be with why her influence. It, right? Dude, right? I use nothing. Same. Why nothing. not? Yeah. Something's wrong there. So maybe yeah. they're trying to like so fix right. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I with say their it's influence, they should be even like um, at a rare beauty everyone, level. Everyone, I feel like, is using like at least one thing from Road. Like, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely, Rose is everywhere it right is. now. Mm-hmm. It is. You know what I mean. Like I use a little lip gloss, and then I use the glazing milk yes. or whatever. They're but freaking moisturizer. I'm like, that is so true. I don't use anything of Kylie. I was using the lotion, but now I'm out. And let's be so real. Kim and Kylie have more influence than Haley. Yeah. But so their brands. I mean, look at Skims. Like KKW should be true. like Skims level, like that exactly rare yeah. beauty level. Yeah. And they're not there, so something's gone wrong in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So maybe they're trying to fix it. I, I think I they so. could. I think Kim is definitely a genius, and Kylie is—that's her sister. Come on. I think Kylie too. Like she's the one that started the beauty for Kardashians before any. She of that. did. Hundred percent. Like the she lips. Was, mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So they need to be at rare beauty standards. I agree. I, they should. I, be. I agree. They gotta hire someone. I'm to like, girl, y'all got them. every connect maybe, on this earth. Yeah, and they have the money to buy it back. Uh, yeah, right? Yep. Come on. Definitely. Okay. Um, Nars. I would say, God damn, I want to say pass on everything, Nars, but not their concealer. <laughs> See, that's how, that's why I feel like I'm like I have There's to say smash for the product. concealer and for the liquid blush. Ugh. I'm so smashed orgasm, for Nars. Like, I love Nars. I love Orgasm Liquid Blush. It's I literally use it all. I'm wearing it today. Um, and their concealer and their foundation. I love their foundation. Like I can't. I yeah. have to, to be frank, they are the boringest brand to me. They yeah. bore me. I never yeah. think about them, mm-hmm. but. Damn it! Every They're time I go good. to Sephora, I'm like, let you me get my refills, yes, dude. But like, their quality is Ugh. good. They got maybe good that's qu- like more about the marketing and the branding. Uh huh. Hey, that's maybe they're like, that. we're not get, we're not here for the gimmicks in the show. Yeah, we're just like, creating we're good tacky. shit. Yeah, we're like, no, we're, we're, creating, we're, we're like, and that's we're, why I'm buying all their stuff. Yeah, every we're still time. buying it. I also I love think it. it's one of those brands that it like caters to like my mom. Yeah, always had Nars. Like, even like I feel like the older women like are not buying like tart no. stuff or they're like even not. rare beauty like they're mm-hmm. going to nars they're going exactly. to nars you know they're, they're buying the radiant creamy concealer God, so good sure. that's the soft the matte blush. pot the blush like it's so iconic nars is so crazy though because it'll be like my mom buying like orgasm yeah, no it'll be like super or, yeah like, super like, orgasm or like literal um bronzer is like deep throat i'm like yeah. mom you're like yeah. for what but maybe, that, maybe that's like their thing that's like their gimmicky thing that's it's not packaging but that's their funny thing like conservative woman using Deep using throat. deep throat <laughs> love that I love actually that's something I love about I'm gonna say smash for just for that okay so I have to smash, say smash. I have to <laughs> yeah. say as boring as they are maybe it's a good thing yeah. okay urban decay I would say pass I would say smash oh because I, I feel like they're coming up I feel like there was a, a lull yeah for urban decay for like a while where I was like you absolutely I was like there's moments where I was just kind of like 
okay, like what's coming, what's coming? And then they came out with the concealers, which I really, really liked. And they started okay. doing the, the liquid blushes. And I feel like they're starting to like kind of become more on trend with things. Okay. I feel like they're starting to go back into it. So I'm hoping like it stays in this like more trendy upwards trajectory. Okay. Because it's, it was easy for them just to be like a palette brand. Yeah. And I don't want them mm-hmm. to be, like be that, you know? True. It's like, dude, you well, guys should be so much more. spray every setting like spray. sorority girl uses. Exactly. It's true. Which is great. And it's amazing. It's like mm-hmm. the OG. But the thing is, I want them to continue on the like uphill mm-hmm. what's trendy kind of products, like the full coverage concealers, the liquid yeah. blushes, all that stuff. I have a theory, actually, why that setting spray does so well is because the packaging's black and purple, like dark purple. <gasps> and mm-hmm. it's because it's called All Night. And like to me, I'm like, damn, like just because it's that color, it's all night. The marketing. It's gonna gonna last all night. Yeah, exactly. Like the actual packaging. And it is fucking slay. Yeah. It is. It works. It it literally works. Mm -hmm. And they came out recently with like those other things that are viral right now that are like the liquid lipsticks that dry to a glowy finish. Oh, I mean, that's like they have those. Okay. So it's like, I think they're doing a good job at doing that. So I'm gonna say smash, but they need to keep on that same trajectory. Okay. And then last one, Patrick Ta Beauty. Smash. Smash. Mm-hmm. Every, everything he comes out with oh he's like incredible. everything he comes oh, out with he is incredible oh girl he knows what he's doing Patrick you know what you're doing he yeah. knows exactly what the fuck you is up he's he very do. smart he is one of those brands who like have like just hit the market with exactly what is big and those blushes mm-hmm. God, and him working so with Alex dim- I'm like yes. every video I'm watching the major, <laughs> the major dimension palettes like that he's done have we been were incredible. just talking about Patrick literally yesterday and we were saying how like you know when some makeup artists do your makeup you can't tell who did it I can always yep, tell same. when Patrick really? did he, d- he has, has a very specific this style. very specific style of makeup and it's stunning every mm-hmm. time but you can always just tell and I was like that is such a talent to do makeup in such a specific way that I can look at a face that's and be like so Patrick talked about that that's very talented He's so talented. I can tell when someone like when he glams someone. Wow. And that's why mm-hmm. his products are so good because he's so specific and uh-huh. everything he uses, like he knows what he needs. He you knows can tell what he's he wants. He's such an artist. Oh, yep. he's such a through and through an artist. He did um, a mass a live masterclass mm-hmm. on like TikTok Live. Yeah. And I saw clips from it because people were like screen recording it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and I didn't watch the actual live, but it was so fascinating to me because he would do like the tiniest bit of a product mm-hmm. and. And then he would come back and do it like seven times. Yep. Like he would do the tiniest bit and then put mm. more blush on and then do like powder and then he'd do like a tiniest bit more. And I was like, this is literal art. Like literally. It's an literally art. A painter. His it's name crazy. is such an artist name, Patrick Tom. Yes, yeah. seriously. That's so such like, an uh, artist. That's an artist. It's an artist. What um about his makeup do you recognize? He has this. I'm telling you, the smoothest, most matte finish. And he Mm. always does the eyes where they look so wide and open and matte. I don't Mm. know. There's just something about it, too. And the way he smokes out the eyes, I'm like, that was Patrick. I think with me, it's the the blush technique that he And the under eye, too. Yeah. The blush is The blush, for me, it's like, it's so... To me, I'm like, oh, that's a Patrick Tall blush. Like, it's like, it gets like almost like brought in here. I'm not sure exactly how he does it, but it's so specific to his Mm -hmm. style. And the... Liquid over the powder. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's the cream over the powder. That's very him. He's incredible. He it's really crazy. is. Mm-hmm. We, we're literally a Patrick. Like, yeah, we're a Stan. <laughs> we're a Stan account here. <laughs> okay, last question is: What are you guys doing to make moves in your life right now? It doesn't have to be business related, Ooh. but just 
just got to close it up with the iconic question. I love that question. Making moves. Making moves. I would say I've been trying to get out of my comfort zone this year, and I'm going to continue to do so going forward. I started hot yoga this year, which is something I've mm-hmm. never done in my okay. whole entire life. What, what hot yoga? Like core power? Um, It's just called hot power fusion, okay. and you're like in 110 degrees for an hour to an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and you're doing um, some 26 and 2 or some yoga, and it's something I started in January, and I haven't stopped, and then we're in September, and I'm going to keep going. Go. So, yeah. You. I love that. And I feel like it's been very confident building, because like working out, I've never filmed myself working out, because I'm very awkward, and it's like built so much confidence in me. But it's, That's amazing. you know, taking me getting really uncomfortable to do it, so... Uh-huh. Hot yoga is hard. I cannot the get heat? one person to do it with me. You know how I'll like go, oh, you wanna, okay? I, I go got one. Power. I got I go one. Power. Oh, love that! Uh-huh. Yes, it's yes, yes. Hard. It is hard. No and one will I do it with I was me. In shape because like I do have forty five. I go on runs, whatever. Mm-hmm. I I was humbled. Humbled. I'm like, why can humbled. I not do this right now? For me, I feel like I'm also like focusing more so on like my real life a lot more than I am you on are like this year. on my then more than like being like my Manny MUA me and like I'm very focused on like my fitness as well and mm-hmm. focus on like just making connections and friendships and continuing those things and like, that's what I'm really really focused on is like mm-hmm. less about like Manny MUA. You are. I see it this year. I and, see like, you I'm like really trying building friendships that aren't online, mm-hmm. um, doing things that you know you wouldn't regularly Never do that do. have yes. nothing like to do what? with online. Like even like. I don't even know, like going to the gym a lot. Like I just had a bike ride with Laura like recently, which he I was would, like, I'm not like a bike. I don't even think we've done a bike ride in our eight years of friendship. <laughs> no, not once. Not I once. I did a bike ride with her. Like he's done um, so much this year that's uh, we, not. We actually did a little friendship t- recently to like, Puerto PV. Vallarta. Yeah, to PV. Oh my God. And not that that's a thing comfortable thing at all. It was more so like just like snorkeling and being on the beach and being by the pool. And yeah. it's like these things like I, those are not things that I do like <laughs> literally ever. But I'm really, really focused on wanting to like just do things with my friends and like create memories. And it's like even if it's something that I'm not like set on doing, I know if I go into those moments, I'm going to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like that, that mental block of like you might not usually want to do this, but if you try it, you might really like it. Mm-hmm. So it's like things like that. So I'm really focusing on like also getting myself out of my comfort zone. And really focusing on like myself, my mental health, mm-hmm. my physical health. Really, really into that right now. Well, your brain, it's scientifically proven, your brain loves it when you try new things. <gasps> Does it? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. It's like really good for your brain to like wow. try something new because wow. it's, it, it like kind of makes sense though, because it's like, whoa, this is like it's unfamiliar. It's a new, new endorphin launching. I have to like, use my brain in a different way. It's Actually. like scratching a different itch. muscle. Or, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I, that makes, my brain is always like, don't do it, just lay at home. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that's movie. what it tells you. But then yeah. when you do it, it's like I'm so glad Happy I did, did that. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, Wait, that's why I like. What did this bike ride entail? Like, is just like a silly little oh, and I around the tennis. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm trying to really be more like active, active. in those ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the, in the sun, active. I, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is something I would never do, but I really want to focus on like my health in that way too. I'm like really deficient in vitamin D, so I'm like I need to be in that. the actual you sun. You should play pickleball. Have I played before. I played before. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I'm playing I like off ten, this. I love. Aren't you? Like, yeah. No, I'm like I'm really. I just got into it. But we did do a, t- uh, a bike ride by our house. Mm-hmm. I got him out in the sun. Mm-hmm. That's okay. unreal. Okay. And it was I so bike much ride fun. literally all the time. Do you do little, my shit like, got torn up, y'all? Walks ever? I'm a hot girl walker. Hardcore. I'm not a hot girl walker. Multiple times I'm more a week. Of a lifter. Okay. Hot boy lifter. Hot lift for me. Yeah. I'm more of a hot lifter. Mm-hmm. I saw this on TikTok the other day. Instead of girl dinner, it was called guy dinner or boy dinner. And it literally was 
a plate of steak and then ah! a, a glass of chocolate milk. Oh I was my like, god! No, like, or like pink strawberry milk. Yeah, like, I was like sick. Oh, like, that's horrible. It's literally the I truth. would never walk again. <laughs> Which, by the way, I just have to ask: Do you ever think about the Roman Empire? Have you seen this? Oh, trend? I know exactly I ha- wait, what you're talking about. I don't. I've seen the trend, but I don't understand. Lord, I don't understand. You have to, you have to do your it. Husband. Okay. I ne- okay. You know what? I, maybe like once a month. Okay. What do you mean? What is the Roman Empire? Do you know why, but do you know what? <laughs> I don't the know only, what that is. No, the, and the only reason I've ever thought about it is because if I'm scrolling on TikTok and I see something about like oh old not not TikTok on YouTube, it'll like something will pop up like about like the empire, and I'm like oh okay. Okay. But I don't think about it. Like it something triggers my thought. Am I supposed to be thinking about it? No, no. it's fucking weird. I've well, never. But, I don't but even straight know. Straight men apparently like they boyfriends. They think about it. They yeah. think about the Roman Empire. Have you not seen these TikToks? Why? Laura, I just watched a compilation. Them, I don't understand what's day. happening. I don't okay, understand what's so happening. It's a joke. Basically, they're clowning their men. It's yeah, it's like a girl will ask their, her boyfriend, and they'll be like, "How often do you think about the Roman Empire?" And like dead ass, like when I tell you, I have never thought about it in my, in my entire whole life, life, except for sixth grade, like Ooh. social studies. Mm-hmm. I literally have never. It's never crossed my mind. Never, literally that's, ever. When I feel I swear, like that's why like, I understand Bible, it. Right? Yep. These men are literally like, oh, probably like a few times a week. Like literally, like being dead, literally. Dead Why? And what I, happened? We don't know. This, I was baffled. Like, I was I, same. No, I was gagged. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The only time I ever thought about it was when it popped up on YouTube. Like, That's what, it. How often do you think about it? And like the girls literally laughing like for never. Real. Like, are you never. well? Are you fucking well? You have to ask how like how I'm often gonna, you live on Empire. I want to ask. Film it. And I'll film ask. it too. But don't like film it obviously. Yeah. Like, do one of these. It'll be like yeah. a um texting. Yeah, like that. Yeah, like a texting. Yeah. Be like, how babe, often do you think about the Roman Empire? Think about the Roman Empire. I need wow. to know, and you have to text me afterwards. So is it that men think about it more than women? Maybe a hundred percent. Yes. Okay. It's, it's basically like the joke is like, yeah, like I think about like so, gladiators uh, and fighting. Uh, yes. So macho and shit. Very okay. kin. So you yes. never think about it. I would literally say maybe like once every few months, maybe okay. once a month. Like, when it pops up, that's insane. No, I know, like, but if, if only if it pops up like on something that I'll think about. It. I never like just have a random thought in my head of like the Roman Empire. But like, let's say I'm scrolling on HBO and it says uh, watch 300. That's what I'm. Okay. I'm gonna think about yeah, Roman yeah, yeah, Empire. Yeah. It's like other tri- than that, it's like has something yeah. to trigger me. I never just naturally recall <laughs> the Roman Empire. That does not happen to me. I mean, that's like insane. How? How does? Well, the thing is, like, some of these guys. I saw one that was like, oh, about like every seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> And I said, are you fucking kidding me? Is he a history me? teacher? Like, are you well? Oh, probably like once a day. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's why I'm like, oh, you guys are not, you guys are sick. Every three days, maybe? <laughs> sick and obsessed. You know what, What do you though? mean? Uh, I guess like football, like the NFL is essentially the modern day gladiator. I can see that. You know what? Like, that makes sense. So maybe like. I can see that. And they're. It correlates. They are sick and obsessed with the NFL. Like you guys. Oh, a thousand it, like, percent. literally takes. Over. Trust. It's insane. Yes. The yeah. NFL is. A br- a like that breed. lives rent free in their head, so I guess that like relation. Maybe? Yes, the fighting goes together. The war. <laughs> I only think about the hot parts. Like I only think about the them war. in three hundred. No, like, like shirtless. That's all I think about. I don't think about it. Period. Yeah. No. I only. I only I, for me, it's more of a fantasy, not okay. anything cool. <laughs> I didn't Nothing even understand fighting. what the Roman Empire was. That's how little I think about it. I mean, it's. I think it's the funniest trend right now. It's. I just watched a conversation. I was literally right in here. Rome last week, not thinking about Rome. Rome. <laughs> <laughs> not one time. Not in one Rome. time. By the Colosseum. I even saw the Colosseum. I was just like, I even asked my husband. I was like, was this for like, like priests to speak, <laughs> <laughs> like to the audience? <laughs> and he was like, no. He's like, I think gladiators. Like, like fighting and shit. 
Okay, so I'm curious because he would probably be like, oh, a lot because he was just there. Yeah. Oh, well then yeah, we maybe to, yes, he would. Now we have to know. Okay, okay, we'll we'll now we'll we get him. We'll get him good. We'll have to know. Mm-hmm. Like if someone asked me that and I hadn't seen the trend, I'd be like, I literally have never thought about it. I would literally say the same, same. thing. I'd be like, I don't know what you're same. asking me right now. Like, I, I don't only, even know what you're asking me. The only reason I even thought about it is the the fucking trend being like, do I think about the yeah, Roman yeah. Empire? Like I literally had to like dissect. I'm like, do I ever think about no, the Roman Empire right now? I was like, am I dumb? No, seriously. I'm like, do when, I do I recall the Roman Empire? Like, should I start thinking about this? Hundred percent. I think we're safe. We should never think about it. No, I think what? we're safe. There's also like yeah. literally like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years ago. It's like, just like it's I think. weird. It is weird. It's weird how much like that like resonates with men. <laughs> it's giving kin. Yeah. It's, it's giving kin. It's, it's energy. Like it's very the energy. Epitome yeah, what is of kinergy. Something yes. Casa, what does he call it? In the yes, the something Hakasa something, house. Something something Casa house. Um, uh, fuck. I don't know. Dojo. Dojo. Yeah. Mojo. Dojo. 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 It's giving that. It's very that. For anyway, men. I love you guys so much. Likewise. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> where can everyone follow you and buy your brands? Uh, Manny Mue, 733 on everything. And then Lunar Beauty is my brand. Lunar Beauty on everything. Amazing. I am Laura Larley on Instagram. And you can just type Laura Leanne. I'll pop up somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, gonna, I'll pop up somewhere. And then Go to their bios. Yes, yes, bios. Um, and then my brands are Larley Los Angeles for the makeup, Minimum LA for and the clothing. To the podcast. Full, coverage. full coverage. F-O-O-L coverage. Love we it. are fools and we cover things. I, I mean, it's so amazing. <laughs> it is so good. And y'all are both so sassy. And it's so fun to hear. Oh, thank you. I'm so I love glad. It. Anyway, I'm so glad. everyone go follow them. Check out their brands. I know I will be buying a palette soon. Uh, and um, be sure to follow them on everything and make someone else's day this week. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, Hi, guys. If you listen to the full episode, I love you so much. We are going to do a giveaway. It's our first giveaway on Making Moves. I'm so forking excited. Manny and Laura, I talked to them. They are so kind to be giving away their full fantasy collection. I believe it's some brushes, a palette, etc., all the goodies, and they make the good shit. So if you want to be entered in the giveaway, we will send you a package. Just follow all of us on everything and be sure to follow the Making Moves TikTok, Instagram, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And we will select a random person to give away all the good stuff, too. So I'm so excited. Make sure you follow us on everything. And if you're watching on YouTube, comment down below your favorite beauty brand. Um, And we will be contacting you. Love you guys so much. Bye. Bye.